morning, everyone. Sure, I've come to uh, to learn. It's good to see you. The uh, oftentimes, when the time of Hadlok Samanera arrives and Hanukkah, people find themselves not in their home. Either they're still at work, or perhaps they already find themselves at family uh, Hanukkah parties and obligations. And if one is uh, returning uh, home that night, he's not sleeping somewhere else. So then he has to light uh, Hadlok Samanera, as we've discussed in the past, specifically in his own home. He cannot light uh, at the location of a Hanukkah party, someone else's house, unless he's eating there. And certainly, if no one lives there, if it's in, uh, if it's in a hall or some other facility. So that, because of this uh, dilemma, either because uh, someone is still at work at the time of Hadlok Samanera, and there's other family members at home, or they're fine, they all find themselves at the Hanukkah party before they've lit Hadlok Samanera, oftentimes people uh, ask the Shaila about whether or not they're allowed to eat uh, before Hadlok Samanera. Uh, this Shaila, though, even though it's very common during Hanukkah, is really not related to Hilchas Hanukkah in particular. It touches upon a uh, suga that really is, re- relates to all mitzvahs, which is once the time for a mitzvah arrives, is a person uh, allowed to sit down for a meal, uh, or is a person allowed to eat uh, anything uh, at that point? And uh, it re- the topic really begins with the Mishnah in Mesech the Shabbos, in the first parak, where the Mishnah tells us, Once the time uh, for Mincha arrives, or Samach Mincha, half an hour before the time for Mincha arrives, a person should not sit down for a haircut until he davens. He's not supposed to engage in any activity that could uh, become a prolonged, not to take a haircut, or certainly not to eat or engage in a dintaira, until he davens. If he began, we don't make him uh, stop his activity in order to daven. Rather, he can continue on with his activity. Presumably, he will daven uh, subsequently. Of course, uh, your meal is not doicha mincha, but it means that you don't have to stop your meal in order to daven mincha because you'll be able to daven mincha afterwards. But You don't have to da- stop in order to daven mincha, but one would have to stop uh, in order to learn kriyashma. Why is kriyashma? Uh, any difference? So Rashi explains these midday raisa. The mitzvah of Kriya Shema is a mitzvah midday raisa. Tefillah, even according to those we shine and will hold, there's a mitzvah of Tefillah midday raisa. It's only once a day, certainly. One would not have to Tefillah, Tefillah's mincha is not necessarily midday raisa. So therefore, a person does not have to stop his meal. Again, once the time for the mitzvah arrived and he sat down for a meal, so he doesn't have to stop his meal in order to daven, but he would have to uh, curtail his meal. He would have to stop his meal in order to lay in Kriya Shema because Kriya Shema is a mitzvah midday raisa. The Gemara Mesech the Sukkah introduces another um, a factor that, is, uh, that uh, could determine whether or not a person has to stop his meal in order to perform the mitzvah, or he can continue on with his meal and perform the mitzvah subsequently. Is, uh, it depends how much time there is remaining. So the Mishnah says in Mesech the Sukkah over here, Aizbez, Misha Baba Derech, person who came from uh, traveling, Lito. He didn't have a Lulav with him, when he comes into the house, he has to take mitzvah. He has to take uh, the lulav even while he's sitting at his table. So Martha, So the Gemara says the Mishnah said you have to take it even while you're sitting at your table. Does that imply that a person has, even has to stop his meal in order to take lulav? We already learned in the Mishnah Masech the Shabbos. If a person, even though once the time for the mitzvah arrives, you're not supposed to sit down for a meal, but he did anyway. You don't have to be mafsik as long as you have time to perform. You know, you'll perform the mitzvah subsequently. So I'm a Rav Saf for Lekasha. Now the two cases are not comparable because had the ikashahuz biyoyim, had the lekashahuz biyoyim. The Mishnah Masech the Shabbos is only discussing a situation where you will have time after your meal is concluded to daven mincha. Or you'll have time afterwards to take lulav. 
But if there's not going to be shuhus biyoyim, meaning if you'll continue on your current trajectory with your meal, you will, it will take you all the way up to the soif zman of the mitzvah. So then one has to stop already now uh, to perform the mitzvah, even though it's in the middle of his meal. So Amarava, my kasha, no, you don't have to give that answer that there's a difference between ikashus biyoyim and lekashus biyoyim. Dilma hadai raisa, hadai rabbana, the mitzvah of the tilas lulav. Is a mitzvah midday raisa, and the, the mitzvah of tefillah is only mitzvah midday rabbanan. So while it's true, even if there is a, a, a time left in the day, afterwards, in order to, uh, to perform, you know, to daven mincha, mitzvah lulav is a mitzvah midday raisa. So even if there is time later, you already have to stop right now in order to take netilas lulav, just like we said by Kriyashma. Even if there is, you could lay in Kriyashma after your meal is concluded. Since Kriyashma is a mitzvah midday raisa, you have to conclude, you have to interrupt your meal in order to lay in Kriyashma. So to lulav, yeah. Okay, it's a good question. So maybe it could be the first, first day. I don't know why the guy's traveling, but um, or maybe he didn't have a netilas lulav right away. He didn't have a netilas lulav. So by... Uh, Starting here, how before and after this mount Oh, so it doesn't sound like that. So what uh, what, what emerges from these uh, from the Gemara Masech the Shabbos, the Gemara Masech the Sukkah is that it does sounds like it makes no difference if a person began before this man or a person began after the time of this man of the mitzvah has already arrived. The Gemara makes no such distinction that uh, that if it's a mitzvah midday so one has to interrupt his meal no matter what in order to perform the mitzvah once this man of the mitzvah arrives, even if he started before this man. And when it comes to Mitzvah Mitzvah Rabbanon, even if you started after this man of the Mitzvah arrived, which you're not supposed to do, once this man of the Mitzvah arrives, you're not supposed to sit down to a meal, but he did it anyway, he doesn't have to interrupt his meal, unless, uh, provided that there'll be time to perform the Mitzvah even after the conclusion of the meal. If there won't be time to perform the Mitzvah after the conclusion of the meal, then he has to stop right away. So it sounds like we uh, assume both factors. Again, a mitzvah midday raisa, uh, whether a person started before or he started afterwards, you have to stop right when the mitzvah arrives. As a mitzvah midday even if you started afterwards, you don't have to stop as long as there'll be time to recite it afterwards. And that's the opinion of Rav HaRishayim, uh, Rashi, Taisvis. That's the opinion of the Ravid as well over here on the Rambam. However, the Rambam seems to have uh, a different position. The Rambam... Um, seems to not have a distinction between mitzvahs de Rabbanan and mitzvahs midday raisa. The Rambam says, If a person's in the middle of his meal, again, he makes no distinction between whether you started before or you started after this man mitzvah arrives. The Rambam seems to say, you can go, continue on with your meal and kriyashma afterwards. Maybe there won't be there won't be time after your meal has been concluded to say kriyashma, then you should stop now. You should stop now. But the Rambam seems to imply that even though Kriyashma is a mitzvah midday raisa, uh, even if you started after this man of the mitzvah already arrived, you do not have to stop your meal in order to learn Kriyashma. You should not have started if it's, you know, if you, the man of the mitzvah already arrived, but you don't have to interrupt your meal in order to learn Kriyashma, even though Kriyashma uh, is a mitzvah midday raisa. And the Ravid disagrees. He says, no, a mitzvah midday raisa, whether you started before, you started after this man of the mitzvah arrived, you have to interrupt your meal in order to learn Kriyashma. It's only a mitzvah midrabbanan that if you start it anyway, you don't have to interrupt your meal as long as there'll be time to uh, say the mitzvah, perform the mitzvah afterwards. Yeah. That's the case here. In the morning, you would dive in chakras and say. Mincha, we're discussing mincha marv. Mincha marv, but then it's. Kriyashma would be later. Kriyashma. You sit down to supper. The time is later. So if you sit down to supper, the later you are, the better. Kriyashma comes late. 
you, you, let's say nowadays, six thirty is already zman kriyashma. But you're not getting zman kriyashma if you if you eat. You're not gonna. If not, you're not gonna. If you. Chatzoyis halayla. You're supposed to say kriyashma before chatzoyis halayla. Okay. So, so, so you're sitting down for later, but maybe the meal will continue on. You never know in the restaurant. Continue on. So I have to discuss what type of meal and what time exactly we're talking about. But yeah, that's a general rule. So Rama feels you do not have to interrupt your meal even by a mitzvah midday rice, uh, uh, assuming there'll be time to form the mitzvah subsequently. What are these Rishayim uh, struggling with? So in the Sefer uh, Shalom Yehuda, that's by Glazer uh, Plachinsky, who was the uh, son-in-law of Rabbi Yelim, the brother-in-law of Rabbi Yashiv. So in his uh, Sefer Shalom Yehuda, he suggests that perhaps the Rishayim here are arguing about uh, what exactly uh, Chazal required of us or what they prohibited once the time of a mitzvah arrived. According to the Ravid and according to many Rishonim who accept both uh, factors of the Gemara Masech the Shabbos as well as the Gemara Masech the Sukkah, the distinction between the Rises and, uh, you know, and uh, in time uh, remaining, uh, it seems to be of the opinion that Chazal instituted a uh, prohibition to eat a meal once the time for a mitzvah arrives. So it, we, should, we should have uh, you know, instituted that prohibition and required a person to interrupt his meal, even, even to perform a mitzvah midrabanan. But a mitzvah midrabanan, it's already a tircha to interrupt your meal. So a mitzvah midrabanan, they didn't require that a person interrupt his meal to perform it, but you shouldn't have started the meal once the time of the mitzvah arrived. But a mitzvah midrabanan, Chazal required us even to interrupt our meal to perform the mitzvah immediately, because what Chazal instituted once the time for a mitzvah arrived is uh, an Israchila not to sit down to a meal and not to continue on with a meal. You should not be eating once the time of mitzvah arrives, lest your meal continue and you won't be able to perform the mitzvah. So it makes no difference whether you started before the Zman of the Mitzvah arrived or after the Zman of the Mitzvah arrives. Once the Zman of the Mitzvah arrives, Chazal prohibited us from uh, engaging in a meal, lest uh, the meal will continue, we won't be able to perform the mitzvah. So they even required us to interrupt our meal with regards to a mitzvah midrash, right? so with regards to a mitzvah midrabanan, not necessarily. However, the opinion of the Rambam seems to be that Chazal did not prohibit us once the time of a mitzvah arrived from eating a meal or engaging in a meal. And therefore, if you're engaged in a meal, you should stop for a mitzvah midaraisa. Chazal required us when we're presented with two options uh, that are before us, once the Zman for a mitzvah arrived, either to sit down for a meal or to perform the mitzvah, we should uh, prefer, we should prioritize doing the mitzvah. We should begin the mitzvah, not sit down to a meal when we have an opportunity to perform a mitzvah in order to demonstrate our enthusiasm, our excitement to perform the mitzvah. If you engage in a meal, once this mitzvah arrives, it's a slap in the face to the mitzvah. But if a person already began his meal, so then what do you uh, accomplish by interrupting your meal to perform the mitzvah? It's not that Chazal instituted a prohibition to engage in a meal once the time of the mitzvah arrived. It's that they told us to prioritize performing the mitzvah before eating. But you already started. So what, what do you accomplish now at this point by interrupting your meal and performing the mitzvah? So therefore, the opinion of the Rambam is it makes no difference, uh, you know, if you uh, started Be'ezer, you started Be'heter. Once you started, you missed the whole, uh, the whole uh, emphasis of what Chazal were trying to accomplish. And therefore, by interrupting your meal, you will, accomplish, you will accomplish nothing. And as long as there's time remaining after the meal will be concluded, a person could wait to continue on with his meal and recite the Kriya Shema later. The uh, Ran seems to make, and this is the way we paskin, seems to have uh, you know, both elements here, kind of a hybrid between what I think is most of the Rishonim and the opinion of the Rambam. The Ran feels that it makes a make difference when a person uh, started. If he started before the Zman of the Mitzvah arrived, he started Beheter. So then the Ran feels, even if you're dealing with a Mitzvah Midairai, so you can continue on with your meal and perform the Mitzvah later, even though your meal is continuing on into the time of the, uh, the Zman Mitzvah. 
But if you started Be'iser, meaning you started after the Zman of the Mitzvah arrived, then you're not supposed to sit down for a meal. Both for Mincha, both for Kriyashma, once the time of a Mitzvah arrives, you're not supposed to sit down for a meal. So, but he did it anyway. So then the opinion of the Ran is, with regards to Mitzvah Midarai, so we require you to stop and uh, perform the mitzvah immediately. And with regards to a mitzvah midrabanan, as long as there's time remaining afterwards to perform the mitzvah, he can continue on with his meal and perform his mitzvah later. And that's the way we pass it. So with regards to Kriya Shema, a person is not supposed, with regards to all mitzvahs, he's not supposed to sit down to a meal once the amount of the mitzvah arrives. But if he did so, after the time of this mitzvah arrives, so a mitzvah midrabanan, he should stop immediately, perform the mitzvah midrabanan, and a mitzvah midrabanan, and continue on with his meal as long as there will be time uh, remaining. However, the Gemara asks, what time of day are we discussing? The Mishnah was really discussing Zman Mincha. The Gemara brought, Mishnah brought in Kriyashma as, in order to compare and contrast, but it was, uh, the Mishnah was really discussing Zman Mincha once the time of Mincha arrives. So the uh, Gemara asks, which uh, Zman Mincha are we discussing? Look over here, Oizdawit Hai Samach Lamincha. What kind, what, which mincha are we discussing? Are we discussing mincha gedayel or mincha ketana? Mincha ketana is at nine and a half hours into the day, 3.30 in a typical day, which is the time of day that they would usually bring the carbon mincha, the tamit shobein or abayim on a regular day. Tamit shobein or abayim on a regular day, which is a tfilas mincha, was established uh, based on the carbona. So the tamit shobein or abayim was brought at 3.30 at uh, mincha ketana on a typical day. One day a year, Erev Pesach, in order to give people time uh, to bring the carbon Pesach, which had to be brought after the Tamit Shobain or Abayim. So they had to bring the Tamit Shobain or Abayim early. So one day a year, they brought the Tamit Shobain or Abayim at Mincha uh, Gedoyla at 12.30. So because one day a year they brought it at 12.30, we can dive in Mincha all year long uh, at uh, 12.30 at Mincha Gedoyla. But they only did it once a year, though. So the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch is, and that's the opinion of many Rishayinim, is that you should not daven mincha, mincha gedayla. That was only what they did one year. They brought the Tamit Shobayin or Abayim, uh, one day of the year. They brought Tamit Shobayin or Abayim early. Most days they brought it at the Mincha Ketana. So it's preferable to daven mincha at the time of the Mincha Ketana and on. However, the Mishnah Brewer calls that there are other Rishayinim who disagreed, that it, since they did it once a year, that's enough of a justification to daven mincha all year long, uh, at Mincha Gedayla, against what it says in the Shulchan Aruch. Okay, but you could have a Mincha either, a Mincha Gedayla, which was uh, corresponding to that one time a year, Erev Pesach, which is 12.30, or Mincha Ketana, which according to the Shulchan Aruch is the preferable time to have a Mincha, which is at 3.30. So when we said over here, once the time of Mincha arrives, you should not supposed to sit down to a meal, so hi, Samach Mincha, which one are we discussing? If you'll say we're discussing 12.30, you're not supposed to sit down and have a tuna fish sandwich, so am I what, 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 what are we concerned about already? There's a whole day ahead of you. How long is this tuna fish sandwich going to take? Must be we're talking about it's already 3.30. Okay, now it's not proper to sit down to a meal. It might continue on, and you won't be able, you'll forget to daven. So, and if you started, you don't have to stop. One minute, so the Gemara says, If that's the case, that you're not supposed to sit down for a meal once the time Mincha Ketana arrives. But the Mishnah said, if you sat down to Mincha, uh, even Be'isa, you don't have to stop, because we're only dealing with a Mitzvah Midrabanan. So how could you not have to stop? The opinion of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is, once the time of Mincha Ketana arrives, not only can you not have a meal, you can't even eat even a snack. So how could it be? You're not even allowed to have a snack once this man Mincha Ketana arrives. 
So because of the opinion of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, the Gemara uh, had to uh, revert uh, to what it suggested initially, that we're talking about Zman Mincha Gedayla. But now we have the problem. If we're talking about Mincha Gedayla, why can't I sit down to a tuna fish sandwich? Samach Mincha Gedayla, 12.30, what am I afraid of? So therefore, the Gemara suggests two possibilities. The first is that we're not discussing a Suda Katana, a tuna fish, that's a regular lunch. We're discussing a Suda Gedayla, an elaborate meal that could become prolonged and extended, and perhaps will extend even until the end of the Zman Mincha, even though you started at the time of Mincha Gedayla. Now we're discussing a suda katana. The Mishnah made no, you know, gave no indication we're discussing an extraordinary suda. Sounds like we're discussing a regular suda. So why can't I start a suda katana at Mincha Gedayla? You never know what might happen when you sit down to eat. One thing could lead to another thing, lead to another thing. You never know. Even a small lunch can lead to a person to the end of the Man Mincha and he'll forget to daven. So we have two opinions in the Gemara. A person is not supposed to sit down uh, to a meal. Samach mincha. So the Gemara assumed we're talking about mincha gedayla. It can't be mincha ketana. Mincha ketana. You can't even continue on with the meal once you started. Because if the opinion of Yeshua ben Levi, once the time is my mincha ketana arrives, you can't even eat anything. Certainly continue on with a meal would be a problem. So therefore we must be talking about mincha gedayla. One opinion of the Gemara is that the problem is only with a suda gedayla, like a wedding. The other opinion of the Gemara is even a Suda Katana, you never know what might happen. Suda Katana continue on for an extended period of time. See, the opinion of Taisus is over here, Vishari Suda Katana Taisus Paskins, like the first opinion in the Gemara, that the only thing that's prohibited is a Suda Gedayla, Samach Mincha Gedayla. So at 1230, it's not proper to sit down to a wedding without dominating Mincha first. But you'd have no problem uh, eating your supper or lunch, even though it's uh, the Zman Mincha uh, has arrived. That's the opinion of uh, Taisis. <laughs> If you're sitting down to a wedding, a would be best. We're going to discuss other, perhaps, mitigating factors, but the best would be to dive a mincha before. Before you wash. Even though a mincha you should dive a mincha But we said many rishayim hold you could dive a mincha gedayla, and we're all the time. Yeah, yeah. So the opinion of Tzitzis is like the first lashon uh, in the Gemara. The only thing that's a concern is a suda gedayla uh, at twelve thirty. However, the rush. Over here, Isaiah quotes him the Rif, and the, that was the opinion of the Ramam as well, that we should pass him like Rabach Bar Yaakov, that uh, even a Suda Katana at 12.30 is, uh, is, uh, should be avoided, because you never know, one thing might lead to another. Rav Alpha's Pasuk, Kalishna Basra, the Afigo Suda Katana, Asura, Samachal Mincha Gedayla. So even a Suda Katana, you cannot sit down to lunch once the time of uh, Mincha Gedoyla arrives. Not only can you not sit down to a wedding at the time Mincha Gedoyla, you cannot even sit down to lunch. Those are the two opinions that we have in Rishon, which are the two, two Lashayinists in the Gemara. There are two other opinions, though. You'll say, how could there be two other opinions? There are only two p- possibilities that are mentioned by the Gemara. So the Bala Amar says, no, there, we, we don't have to accept the conclusion of the Gemara. Why? Because the possibilities are restricted, the possibilities that are presented by the Gemara, because the Gemara was only forced to say we're discussing Mincha Gedayla because of the opinion of Bishua ben Levi. The opinion of Bishua ben Levi was once Mincha Katana arrives, so you can't, of course, you can't even sit down to a meal, you can't even have a snack. So it must be we're discussing Mincha Gedayla. 
So the Balamor says that really we have to explore different possibilities because we don't accept Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. The Gemara says, "Masech des brachos over here, chavchesim mebeis v'les hilchasa loiker of huuna v'loiker Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi kerav huuna hadamara." And that's what the Gemara is, over there is discussing. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, came and she gives man tfilas mincha so laadam shiitam klum kodik she's filed tfilas mincha. We don't accept that opinion of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. It's already a conclusion that's stated by the Gemara. So it says the Balamar, if we don't accept the conclusion, we don't accept the opinion of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, so then let's uh, now reopen the discussion that perhaps all we're discussing, the only time it's prohibited to sit down to a meal once the time of Mincha arrives is only by Mincha Ketana, because that's closer to the end of Zman Mincha. So maybe perhaps by Mincha Gedayla, even a Suda Gedayla would be allowed. Hmm, who knows? That's not what the commission is discussing. What we're discussing is Mincha Ketana. And presumably we're discussing a regular meal. That was the, uh, you know, the concluding opinion of the Gemara, Rabbi Achabar Yaakov. So Balamar says, the only thing that's prohibited is a suda katana, certainly a suda gedayla, samuch lemincha katana. You cannot sit down to a meal at 3.30, either to a wedding or even to a regular supper or lunch once the time of mincha katana arrives. That's the opinion of the Balamar. The Rosh of Mesechtas Brachis, over here, uh, quotes from Rabbeinu Tam, over here, Zion. Who says the same uh, you know argument with Balamor? Once we you know, reject the opinion of Shub and Levi, maybe the mission of Sechta Shabbos, you shouldn't sit down to a meal. Is only discussing Mincha Ketana. Uh, that you shouldn't that sit down to a meal Mincha Ketana. And then Rabbeinu Tam says, why should we assume like the Lishna Basra and the Gemara Kavacha by Yaakov? Let's assume like the Lishna Kama that the only thing that's prohibited, even some of the Mincha Ketana, is a Suda Gedayla, is a wedding, because a wedding might continue on to the end of this man Mincha. So Rabbeinu Tam is Mako, you know, all the way that the only thing that's prohibited is the most extreme example, which is a Suda Gedayla at Mincha Ketana, which is a wedding at 3.30. A person should dab a Mincha first before sitting down to the wedding. All four of these opinions are mentioned over here in the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch and Simer Reish, Lame Beis, Siv Beis, Aizches over here, quotes um, um, primarily in the, t- the Shulchan Aruch himself, Paskins like the Riff and the Rambam, that a person should not sit down even to a Suda Ketana once the Zman Mincha Gedayla has arrived. So, you know, so lunch... Supper would all be a problem. Can't engage in any activity once this man mincha gedayla arrives. You don't have to stop because we're only dealing with tefila, which is a you know which is a mitzvah in the rabbanon. The Ramah, though, quotes the opinion of Taisus. Lunch is okay. Asuda Gedayla is a problem. That's the opinion of Taisus. Then the Ramah goes on, and he quotes the Balamar and Rabbeinu Tam. The only thing that's prohibited is Asuda Ketana, Samach Mincha Ketana. It's the sitting down to, to supper once the time of Mincha arrives. The sitting down to lunch when the time of Mincha Ketana arrives. But Asuda uh, Gedayla, a wedding at 12.30, what are we concerned about already? And then he quotes the Rabbeinu Tam, the Suda Ketana, Fiu Samach Mincha Ketana Shari. You can sit down to a regular meal, Samach Mincha Ketana, lunch or supper. That's not an issue. The only thing that's an issue is a wedding late in the day. At 3.30, that might continue on until the conclusion of the Zman Mincha. So you have four opinions over here in the Shulchan Aruch. How do we paskin? So the uh, Mishnah Bura quotes from the Vilna Gain. I think I gave it to you over here. Mishnah Bura quotes from the Vilna Gain over here, the Bira Alacha. He's talking about the first opinion that's brought by the Ramah, the opinion of Taisvis. 
And that is that a suda gedayla, a semach mincha gedayla should be avoided until, you know, until a person davens mincha. So a wedding or brismila, a person should not be uh, involved in such a suda uh, until he davens mincha, even if it's early in the day, 1230. Um, and a suda ketana, a ketana should also be avoided. Once it's 3.30 in the afternoon, it's man mincha ketana, a person should not even sit down to, uh, to a regular meal, to a lunch or supper before davening mincha. That's the conclusion of the Vilna Gaon. Shabbos lunch in the winter. Everybody sits down to a huge meal. You know, Samachum every week. Samachum Incha Gedayla? Yeah. You start lunch so late? 12.30? Well, it's, yeah. 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 What is called the Suda Gedayla? So look over here, the Mishnah Brewer says, So Suda Gedayla, Samachum Incha Gedayla, Suda Katana, Samachum Incha Katana. Parenthetically, the Vilna Gaon and the Maizra, I'll get to your question right in a second. The Vilna Gaon and the Maizarab was Mahmoud, like, even though he says over here in the Beer I Grow, like, this, like the opinion of Tysus, the first opinion quoted by the Ramah, in the Maizarab it says the Vilna Gaon was Mahmoud, and there are those who are Mahmoud like this, like what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Not to sit down to a regular lunch by Mincha Gedayla, a regular lunch, until they daven, and the Vilna Gaon would not take a shower on Friday until he davened, just any activity, until he davened, uh, even though the shower's not going to take uh, that long, but uh, Vilna Gaon would not even sit down to a, take a shower uh, once the time of Mincha Gedolah arrived, which is following the opinion of the Riff and the Ramam. But the Vilna Gaon himself recommends only like the Taisvis, so Suda Gedolah, Samach Mincha Gedolah, Suda Ketana, Samach Mincha Gedolah. Oh, we'll get to, 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 we'll get to. There's other mitigating factors. But each one of them is shvach. Okay. So the uh, Mishnah Brewer over here says what's considered to be a Suda Gedailah of a Suda Shabbos V'yon to flow Mikri Suda Gedailah. That's not called a Suda Gedailah. Yeah, but the Mishnah Brewer, again, let's remind ourselves, had a dirt floor. What do you think that the Mishnah Brewer's uh, Shabbos lunch meal consisted of? You think he had, you know, appetizers and desserts and course, sacha, course, sacha, course, herring. He had herring and kichel, and that's all he had. Probably a bowl of chulant. He had something hot, I presume. And then, yeah. But the Sharetzian, of course, the Chai Adam, who writes, the Chai Adam Kosav, the Sudas Yamtav, Mikri Suda Gedala, Sudas Yamtav is certainly called the Suda Gedala. Many argue in our times as well, our Sudas Shabbos is the same as his Sudas Yamtav. Most of us don't have that different of a meal on the Sudas Yamtav than a Sudas Shabbos. That our Sudas Shabbos, Sudas Yamtav, really uh, should be considered a Suda Gedala. So, because they do carry on. Yeah, they do. There's many courses, and people uh, sit around at a meal for some. Some people, you know, more than others, but they sit around at a meal for an extended period of time. You never know. A meal could take, could take a while. So therefore, it's, uh, according to the way we should assume, the way the Vilna Gun passing, like the first opinion of our mother, the opinion of Tysus, that a Suda Gedayla, a person should not engage in Samach Lamincha Gedayla, before Davin Mincha, so then a Suda Shabbos Yantiv should not uh, be started until a person Davin's Mincha. So let's say on Rosh Hashanah, when many, everyone's, you know, Davin extends Le'achaz Man Mincha Gedayla, so there, there are many people on Makbut to Davin Mincha before going home to eat lunch. Most of us conclude davening before Mincha Gedalah. You never know by the time we sit down to eat lunch. So some, but already, uh, you know, to come back to shul, to daven Mincha, we're going to get to, maybe we'll rely on some of the, some of the other, some of the coolers that I mentioned. But on those times when we're still in shul, Samach Mincha Gedalah, it's appropriate uh, to daven Mincha before going home and, uh, and, starting, uh, and starting the meal. The Ramah, though, let's look back at the Ramah. The Ramah says that the Minig is to be Mako, uh, like Rabbeinu Tam. That the only thing that's prohibited is a suda gedola samach lemincha ketana. The Ramah says, "V'nagul lahakel over here on the fourth line of Eishes. V'nagul lahakel kishtei asvaris. The hainu besuda gedola samach lemincha gedola. We're meiko to a Shabbos a yontif mi a samach lemincha gedola. 
or even a wedding, most people will eat supper before davening mincha, or eat uh, eat supper before davening marav. What are they eating on Kriyashmaza de Raisa? What are they relying upon? Now we have people who alert us, who remind us to come to shul. We're not afraid that you're going to be negligent and not daven. Okay. And then he says, Because you never know, things continue on. Okay. You should stop. So, but the Mishra de Ramah says that one could be meiko, um, even to start a, a large meal, you know, a regular meal, uh, everyday meal, because there are going to be people who are going to come around to remind you only, to come to shul. That only helps for the cheshash that you might miss this man. Yeah. But the other story is that it's not a cover dick to, to, to yeah. it doesn't help for that story. Or fall asleep, it says not cover You should start. You shouldn't start a mitzvah, a, a, a eating for a mitzvah. Or you shouldn't Maybe eat, or, or you should ah. eat while you have a chiyim. So that, that's right. Right, right. We really don't. Yeah, yeah. We do pass, and you should stop, Mr. Dayrice. We pass, and we don't really accept the Ramam entirely. Yeah. This uh, heter of the Ramah, he quotes uh, from the Aguda. I say one of the Rishonim is really based on the Sifat Shochan Aruch and uh, elsewhere. We hear in Simon Sivav that a person is not supposed to do anything once the mantfila or his mankriyashma arrives, as we mentioned. That's only a person who's going to daven uh, privately. He does not regularly go to shul. We have to be afraid that his learning will carry on and he'll forget to daven and say kriyashma. So similarly, just like a person who go regular goes to shul is permitted, the aguda felt that so too, if they're going to come around and remind you to come to shul, that's like you regularly go to shul, even if you don't, because they're going to come and remind you. And, uh, and uh, that should serve uh, to allow a person to begin a suda katana, samachom mincha katana, suda gedayla, samachom mincha gedayla, because you're going to be reminded to come to shul. And certainly if a person normally dominates in shul, so then uh, he'll be reminded by his uh, regularly uh, scheduled activities that he's not going to c- carry on with his meal and forget to daven, forget to lend kirishma. The Ramayusha writes in English, Ramayusha, yeah? Yeah. You go to shul, you get two libatsi, but that's why you don't die. What is that? Why does that allow me to eat my supper first? Because you can get a bigger mitzvah later. You can do a, the mitzvah in a mochashu way. It's your levitzibah. Ah, better than davening b'yechidus. Yeah. So that should be daicha the iser of yeah. starting a meal once this man mitzvah yeah. arrives. I don't think so. But all right. Maybe. That's not, what they, that's not what's implied by this. I, I know. That's not what's implied by this. There are many who would rather daven b'yechidus than start a meal once this man mincha or man marav has arrived. Yeah. So, so Ramaisha, we'll get to your point. Ramaisha, Ramaisha, and Igris Maisha, as well as the Shmir Shabbos Kochasa, both assume that this is only a person who davens at a uh, minion kavua, as it's usually described as, meaning they daven at the same minion every day. Not that they always daven in shul and every day he's looking at the minion schedule, where should I daven today that you know I can fit it in. Even if he regularly davens b'tzibah, but he doesn't have a regular schedule of davening. So then, then, uh, then he does not have, uh, he's, he's not a beneficiary of this header. It's only if a person davens at the same uh, minion uh, every day, so he has a set schedule, so then he could, uh, he could rely on this header to begin his meal, even though this man mincha, this man kriyashma has already arrived. But there's other similar heterim. So this is the, that, uh, you know, this uh, inspired the Aguda to say, even if someone will come around, even if you don't have a minion kavua, but someone will come around and remind you, 
to daven in shul. So then that's, uh, you know, knocking everybody's doors, the kriya sashamish. So that's uh, also sufficient to allow a person to begin a meal, even though this man mitzvah uh, has already arrived. The Mishabura mentions another svara. That if you're eating with a bunch of people, Rabbi Mid everybody's going to remind each other uh, to daven or to say Kriyashma. Because it can't be all of us are going to forget. So that's why many are makal if you're at a, you know, a, a big meal and there's a, like a wedding and everyone has to daven mincha marv. They're going to make an announcement that everyone should daven mincha marv and therefore you can begin your meal even if there's man mincha or his man marv has already, uh, has already arrived. There's certainly in a yeshiva where everyone, uh, you know, the yeshiva is going to daven at, uh, you know, marv at some point. So at the beginning of meal, even though there's man uh, kriyashma, his man mincha has already arrived, everyone's going to remind each other we're going to daven. So then it is permitted. No. However, not everybody is so happy with this uh, with this uh, heter. If you look at the Rebbe Kiva Eger at the end over there of Oishches at the top of the the, the, the back page. He says, He says, uh, quoting the Ramah, nowadays everybody has uh, someone who's going to come and remind you to daven in shul. They had a shamash, a vekar, who would come around to remind you to daven. But he says, I am Be'er Sheva, Be'er Sifra, Be'kuntras, Be'er Ma'am Chaim. Whenever he just says I, and those are the most dangerous. So with the Be'er Sheva, there, quotes from Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says, in the, times of, one second, in the times of the Gemara, what are we talking about? What were they doing? They didn't have someone who came around to remind them to daven. They did also on the time thing when they had some of the Kriya Shashamish. They never daven Tfil B'tzibur at a Minyan Kavua. This is a new phenomenon that we daven Tfil B'tzibur at a Minyan Kavua. They were also davening a Minyan Kavua. So, yet, yet, the Gemara never brings that up as a mitigating factor to allow a person to begin a meal once his man uh, Mincha, his man Kriya has arrived. So, therefore, Bekiva Eger is not sure that this whole heter has any, uh, any validity or any legs to stand on because these, uh, these, uh, these um, factors were relevant to the times of the Gemara and the Gemara never brought this up as a, as a justification for a person to begin a meal once his man mitzvah uh, has arrived. So there are those who are uncertain about this uh, het of the minyan kavur, even the kriyas hashamish. However, the Mishnah Brewer does quote another possibility, and that is if a person will ask, appoint someone else to remind them to daven a minchot to lend kriyashma, perhaps it should allow a person to begin a meal even though this man mitzvah has already arrived. So he said, Mr. Bruce says over here, Because this is better than a minion kavua. This is more personal and directed. Uh, and that he's going to remind specifically you in order to daven that that, that should allow a person uh, to begin a meal, you know, uh, or once his man mitzvah uh, has arrived, or certainly, you know, because he's going to remind specifically you to, to daven. There are those, though, who question this heter as well. Because the Gemara says, that a person is not allowed um, to take even a nap outside of the sukkah. Even though you're allowed to engage in a, in a snack outside of the sukkah, not a nap. Can't take a nap outside of the sukkah. Why, Why is that any different than the snack? It's a, you know, a short, you know, temporary activity. Sigmar says, because we're afraid, you might, uh, might, you know, that might turn into a prolonged sleep. So, but we have a brysa. The brysa says that a person is not allowed um, uh, to take a, a permanent uh, sleep with his tefillin on, but he is allowed to take a nap. 
But we're not, uh, we're, we're not afraid that he's going to, you know, his sleep will become a prolonged sleep, that he's going to, you know, fall into a deep sleep. So you see, we're not afraid a person is going to fall into a deep sleep. So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Loi, but Moses, she knows the He reminded, he asked someone else to remind him to wake up. So Moskvah, Mashisha, Avach, Avatzach, well, who's going to remind him? You don't know. Lois Lane argument. Yeah, but who's going to remind you? So you're going to remind me, but who's going to remind you? We're talking about he put his head in between his knees. There's no way that this nap is going to turn into a prolonged sleep. But the Gemara rejected the, the, you know, the idea that a shamer is enough for a person to take a nap. He's going to remind you, you know, to wake up and not to fall into a deep sleep. Because Avich Avich Sarich. And similarly, with regards to Hilchas Yichud, we're familiar with such halacha that during the day, one man is not allowed to be misyachah with one woman, but during the day, if there's another man who's present, then it's permitted. But at night, one shayimah, one uh, second man is not enough because we're afraid that that person's going to fall asleep. So you have to have a third person there. Arvich Arvitzar. You need a shayimah for the shayimah. So, so too over here, how can we rely on the head of a shayimah? But what if he forgets? Who's going to remind him? So Rav Shlomo Zalman argues in Halich Shlomo over here, Oisid Gimel, that perhaps the situations um, uh, are different. Because over there, with regards to sukkah, with regards to tefillin, with regards to yichud, the minute that a person falls into a deep sleep, he's already found himself in a problematic situation. If you fall into a deep sleep, even, you know, uh, short term, outside of the sukkah, you've already, uh, you know, violated one of the halachas of the sukkah, not to eat a meal outside the sukkah, not to eat, have a, a deep, permanent sleep outside the sukkah. So the minute you fall into a deep sleep, it's over. You violated the iser. Or a person, or we're mavatali essay. Or a person who's uh, you know, in a situation of yichud, and the shaymer falls asleep. So now immediately the shaymer is asleep. You find yourself in a situation of yichud, which is a prohibited situation. Or a person who falls asleep with the tefillin on, and the shaymer falls asleep, you know, he forgets to remind you. So then uh, immediately you fell into a deep sleep with your tefillin on. That's a problem. Over here, even if the shaymer fails to remind you immediately, you have, you have it later on. You have it till the end of this month, tefillin, the end of this month, kriyashma. So Shomazama says you don't find yourself in a problem immediately just because the shaymer didn't remind you right away. So perhaps the situations uh, are not comparable, and one can rely on a shomer with regards to uh, to uh, eating a meal, even though this man mincha, this man kriyashma has arrived. This should apply uh, to all mitzvahs. There's nothing special about mincha or kriyashma. It has to do with all mitzvahs. One that this man mincha arrives, not supposed to sit down to uh, a meal, even a suda katana. We normally pass like the opinion of a, of a taisvis that a suda gedayla samachu mincha gedayla. One should not start. Until he davens mincha, so the katana, samachu mincha katana, so a regular meal, supper or uh, or lunch, uh, should not uh, one should not start samachu mincha katana, and once uh, you know zman kriyishma has arrived or samachu kriyishma half an hour before you're not supposed to sit down to a regular supper, but if you appoint a shomer or perhaps you have a minion kavua. Uh, so then they're, they're at Stadam Lahakil. Is your wife a good shamer? Uh, tell my wife. Of course, your wife is a good shamer. So I think by Halakas Neris Hanukkah, which is really no different than any other, uh, I always uh, am perplexed why people only ask by Hanukkah. I've never once been asked, can I eat supper before Marv? Even by people who don't necessarily dominate a minion kavua, no one once asked me about, you know, eating uh, a late, uh, a late, uh, a late, uh, early supper, you know, in the summertime, once his man mincha arrived. Never once been asked about that. Well, all of a sudden, when it comes to others, mitzvah sabam, his man, his man, we get, uh, we get uh, a little bit more focused. So, 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 okay, so people, can you sit down to a meal once his man, Hadlok, his name is Hanukkah, arrives? It's no different than Kriyashma, no different than his man mincha. And if you rely on the Tzadim of Minin Kavur, rely on the Tzadim of Shimer, so then you can rely on it by Lukas Neris Hanukkah as well, to sit down to a meal with washing, with everything. What makes no, makes no difference. I think by Neris Hanukkah, yeah. What about setting your phone as an alarm? Huh? Putting an alarm on your phone, does that count as a shamer? I don't think so, no. 
But I think Alokas Neris Hanukkah is even better, because Alokas Neris Hanukkah, you have a built-in shimer, if a person is married, because his wife also is obligated on Alokas Neris Hanukkah, but she's going to be Yaitse with her husband, and the husband is going to be Yaitse his wife. But everyone here is obligated, we're going to be Yaitse together. So, so the, the wife will, by definition, have to remind the husband that Alokas Neris Hanukkah, and if uh, she's at home and she wants to eat before he gets home from work, he's going to remind her when he gets home that we have to light Alokas Neris Hanukkah. It doesn't even have to be uh, verbalized. Because we're both going to be yaitzit together, so you have a built-in shaymer that's implicit. What about, uh, even without all of these haterim, uh, you know, of, uh, of a shaymer or of a minion kavua? There's no saibzman. By Hanukkah, is it also a question you might miss this man? There is a saibzman. You should really light. Uh, you, or no, the morning. You might fall asleep and not light. No, eating. Eating could lead to falling asleep. And you will never it's lie. Is my Krishna and Zman Hadlakasneris are equivalent? I agree? think so, yeah. But with my Zman Hadlakasneris Hanukkah, you really should do Ajit Tichler Regum and Ashuk before the, before the, before the, the while well, there's still some Pursume Nisa, at least of the Bnei Abayas. It's ideal. If not, not. Mani Chalashokhan of Adaya. But it's best to do it a little bit earlier. What about taking a snack before uh, the mitzvah? As my mitzvah arrives, so we already said we don't pass like Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. That once as my uh, mitzvah arrives, a person can take a snack. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said once as my mitzvah ketan arrives, you can't even take a snack. Can't eat anything. So we don't pass like Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. The only pr- pr- problem, the only prohibition, is to sit down to a meal. Uh, however, the Gemara tells us Mesechta's brachas over here, Oisid Dawid, that um, even though there's my kriyashma. Shal uh, Arvis um, extends all the way until the morning, we discussed a few weeks ago. Uh, the Chachamim instituted a siyag that a person should say, Kriyashma, Shalain Kriyashma, before Chatzais Halayla. The Gemara says, Last, he eat a little bit, then he'll fall asleep a little bit, and you never know who miss my Kriyashma. So therefore, they restricted it. Uh, they made the, you know, the time a little bit earlier before Chatzais Halayla in order so that people recognize they have to do it a little bit earlier and they'll remember to do it before they fall asleep. So, because you might, I don't know, might eat a little bit, might fall asleep. So, because of that, the Chumas Hadeshan was asked about uh, taking a snack before Kriyas HaMegillah, after Tainas Esther, before Kriyas HaMegillah, can you even take a snack? Can you eat anything before Kriyas HaMegillah? So, the Chumas Hadeshan says, uh, no, you can't even take a snack. Why not? Because the Gemara says, Masechtas Brachas, you never know what might happen. Chazal Institute say, Kriyashma, before Chatzais Halal, you'll take a snack, you'll fall asleep, you never know what might happen, you'll miss the whole thing. So because of that, we should not even take a snack at all before eat anything, before the Zman Kriyas HaMegillah, because you never know one thing might lead to another, and even a snack, and you'll forget to lay in, uh, you'll forget to lay in Kriyas HaMegillah. So that's the opinion of the Truma Sadeshan. That should apply to all mitzvahs halayla, to Kriyashma, it should apply to Mincha, should apply to B'dikas Chomitz, should apply to Kiyos Shaifer, should apply to Halak Samanara as well. So the Magen Avram rejects this by Kriyashma. You can take a snack before Kriyashma, you can take a snack before Mincha, even Samach Mincha Ketana, no issue at all. We don't pass like Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Punk by Hilchas Megillah, the Magen Avram quotes from this, Chumas Hadeshen, one should not eat before Kriyas Megillah, anything unless it's B'Shas Hachak. Why is Megillah different than any other mitzvah? Perplexes the Achreinim. He also brings it in Hilchas Dalaminim that before you take Lulav, uh, you should not, uh, you know, we, most of us take it by Shachas, we don't eat before Shachas for other reasons, but before you take Lulav, you should not even have a snack. Unless it's B'Shas Achak. Punk by these two halachas. So this perplexes the Achreinim. Why should these be any different? So some extrapolate from here to all mitzvahs. We should accept the Chumas Hadesh and we should not even take a snack. Once the Zman HaMitzvah arrives, B'dikas Chomitz, Halakas Neiris Hanukkah, even though Mitzvah Magen Avram only quoted it by Elchus uh, Kriyashma Megillah, and he rejects it by Elchus Kriyashma, which is Dei Raisa, I don't know. 
So the those who extend his psak by Kriyas Megillah to all mitzvahs habam is man lezman. Once the zman mitzvah arrives, you should not even take a snack, and therefore Rabbi Kiva Eger would not have kiddush before Tkiyas Shreifer. As many knows, there are many places that that would not even do that. However, most Akronim, Sternbach, Tzvi Pesach Frank, Rabbi Yashiv. Uh, felt that uh, we don't accept the Chumas Hadeshin. Um, by Kriyas and Megillah, there might be other reasons you're not supposed to eat before Megillah. Maybe we discuss Purim time. But it has nothing, uh, this should not be, uh, we should not extrapolate from here to all, uh, to all mitzvahs. That once his man mitzvah arrives, you can't even take a snack. We don't pass like Rabbi Shulam and Levi or Mekel to eat a snack before Kriyashma, certainly. So then by all mitzvahs, Badikas Chomets, Shoifar, we make a kiddush over here in our base matters, many people do as well. They should all be the same. Megillah is the outlier for whatever reason, but they should all be the same. And a person is allowed to take a snack, even though this man a mitzvah has already arrived. The only thing I will add, and we'll conclude with this, is that uh, Rabbi Yaakov Emden adds in the Shaila Siyavitz, even though you can take a snack, as we began with, the, you, a person is presented with two options over here. He can sit down to a snack, or he can light Halakas Neiros Hanukkah. The Kedai thing to do is to light Halakas Neiros Hanukkah. And we should demonstrate our enthusiasm to do the mitzvah. So when, uh, a person should always prioritize doing the mitzvah, but strictly speaking, there's no uh, issue taking a snack before Halakas Neiros Hanukkah. Okay.